Welcome to the Building the Elite Podcast, where we discuss the physical, mental, and emotional aspects of human performance within military special operations by looking at the principles that can help anyone thrive in chaotic and challenging environments. This is Jonathan from Building the Elite. Today, we're going to talk about the most common framework we use to categorize training phases and how to apply this concept. We think of training blocks as exploit-based or explore-based. Another way to phrase this is that we alternate between phases of development of capacities and phases in which we display them. It's develop or display, practice or perform. You can't really do both at once. In an exploit phase, we're integrating and capitalizing upon capacities that were developed previously. You can think of this as testing and applying what was built and practiced in previous training phases. These phases exploit the work done in the past to reach a higher peak, but don't really enhance your future performance. Simply put, these phases are all about peaking and performing right now. In these phases, intensity and specificity are high. On the training side of things, this means targeting the specific capabilities you need in your testing or performance environment. This tends to mean higher intensity conditioning methods, max effort strength work, and max rep or two-failure work capacity type exercises. From a skill development or mental skill perspective, this is where you're stress testing the specific skills you've been focusing on improving in your previous training blocks. An explore phase, on the other hand, is where you're building things that will only be fully utilized later on. In other words, you're making investments that won't be immediately displayed and capitalized. Instead, you're laying the foundation for future performance. On the trading side of things, you'll be building structural adaptations or things like movement capacity, aerobic capacity and power, and sub-max strength. From a skill development perspective, you're working on movement quality and fidelity, which is the ability to do something perfectly rep after rep, even under fatigue. The idea is to work on part of a bigger skill that is holding you back. For example, you may work on increasing your run cadence to improve stride efficiency. On the mental skill side of things, you're learning how your mind works in different scenarios and implementing specific mental skills like segmenting, or adjusting your self-talk. Both types of phases are necessary, but neither is sufficient by itself to make consistent progress. Instead, exploit and explore phases must be in balance. Too much time in either one leads to diminishing returns, opportunity costs, and stalled progress. Let's take training push-ups as an example something you'll become extremely familiar with if you're training for a soft pipeline. A series of drills and training sessions designed to develop the ability to do one or two push-ups with great movement quality is an explore or development phase. For example, you might spend some time altering your respiratory mechanics, which can change the position and movement of your ribcage and shoulder blades. Or you could try to change the tension patterns that you use during your push-up so you can let go of your upper traps and get better movement from your shoulder blades. Extending that movement quality with workouts designed to increase how many good push-ups you can do before your technique breaks down would be further exploration. On the physiology side of things, you might use 
Methods like high-intensity continuous training or short-duration repeats to develop the aerobic capacity of fast-twitch muscle fibers. The specific adaptations you target would depend on your personal limiting factors at that time. Finally, to shift into an exploit or display phase, you'd design test workouts where instead of building a greater future capacity, you'd work on pushing how hard you can go today without breaking down. For example, a timed set of push-ups for max reps on a physical screening test would be exploiting the capacities that you built in previous explore phases. That test is performance time. It's not about building yourself up for something in the future. It's about displaying what you can do in that moment. You need both forms of training woven together so that your focus on long-term development doesn't compromise your need to excel in test environments like selection. Training is a constant ebb and flow between exploit and explore, working to balance the two phases so that long-term development coincides with the times when you need to perform at a peak level. Optimal balance generally involves spending more time in exploration phases, typically a two or three to one ratio. This means two to three months of explorer type blocks for every month of exploit-based training. In some cases, you can also mix both styles of training into a given week. For example, you might put one short, painful test workout into a week that's otherwise made up of development workouts that build future capacities. We commonly see people stuck in exploit-based phases for several reasons. For instance, they're scared of temporary losses in performance, or they have seen the most improvement in outcomes during exploit-type phases and think that these are the only way to improve, or they conflate the test for the training. This is like thinking that the only way to get better at basketball is to play pickup games and never doing drills. Testing is not the same as training. If all you ever do is repeat the test you want to get better at, then you'll never develop the underlying qualities, both skill and physiological, that allow for higher levels of performance. To help you visualize the process of alternating between explore and exploit-based cycles, I want you to close your eyes and imagine yourself on top of a peak looking off into the distance. As you look across the valley, you see another higher peak. In order to reach that peak, you have to descend the mountain you're on, walk across the valley, and climb up the other one. You know that if you can make it to the foot of the mountain, you'll be able to get up it, but you're not quite sure if you have the skills you need to get there. The peak you're currently on represents your current capabilities, and the process of climbing down your mountain and finding your way across the valley is explore-based training. Finally, climbing the taller peak once you're at the base is exploit-based training. In order to reach the next highest peak, you have to wade into the unknown and try new strategies. Put another way, you have to go down before you can ever go higher up. If you stick with the process, you'll eventually find yourself on top of the next peak, looking off in the distance at yet another higher peak. If you don't take the risk of wading into uncharted territory, you'll just be stuck on your current peak forever. Researchers call this being stuck on a molehill. It's when you never reach the highest levels of your potential because you're unwilling to let go of even small levels of immediate performance. In other words, you don't want to risk looking bad or awkward in order to ultimately become better. 
During explore-based training, you have to be willing to invest in loss. This is a term we borrowed from chess prodigy Josh Whiteskin. Investing in loss is simple. You have to be okay with short-term drops in performance in order to learn the new skills or develop underlying capabilities necessary to reach the next peak in performance. So how do you do this if your job demands that you maintain certain capabilities all the time? In these situations, you can apply this concept on a smaller scale. Instead of every aspect of your training phase being focused on explorer-type training, you might only do that in a specific category. For example, you might spend extra time working on movement capacity work while slightly backing off on your high-intensity strength work to allow for improvements in movement. Or you might bias your energy system training towards more aerobic capacity type work while only doing periodic high-intensity intervals, enough to maintain outputs, but not so much to hinder the development of your aerobic capacity. All right, well, that's it for today. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure and subscribe to the Building the Elite podcast on whatever player or podcast host you prefer. You can find us at buildingtheelite.com where you can learn more or let us know what topics you'd like to hear about in upcoming episodes. We'll see you next time.